Hey everyone, welcome to another weekly episode of Limitless Podcast, a place where we bring together global thought leaders in sales and marketing. My name is Sanjana and I'm the host of Limitless Podcast. Uh, today we are speaking with uh, Nicholas. He's the director of sales at nocrm.io. Uh, he has 10 plus years of experience in international sales and uh, business development with companies like uh, Unilever, Vpulse, etc. Hey Nicholas, welcome to Limitless. Hey, Sanjana, pleased to, to be here. Thank you for inviting me on this podcast. I'm very glad to be here. Yeah, so glad to have you here. Uh, thank you so much for joining in today. Uh, and uh, so for those of you looking to build a multitasking sales team that includes support, uh, say success, marketing and partnership teams together, uh, do not worry, we will cover that in this episode. Uh, Nicholas, can we get started with just a brief introduction about your career journey and how did you venture into sales at the beginning of your career? Yeah, sure. Um, so in, in, in a few words, uh, I, I actually started as a technical sales manager. So I was working in a big software company uh, for two years. It was a great start, I think, uh, for, for me in my learning curve uh, as a sales manager. And then I joined a, a very small company in France uh, on a niche market, very technical. And I spent seven years and a half there uh, doing everything related to business development, uh, sales, uh, managing every aspect of this company. We were actually uh, six or seven people on this. So it was a, a very uh, intense experience where I learned a lot of things uh, because I was dealing with all aspects of, you know, of the sales cycle, like from marketing, prospecting, closing deals, sales meeting, uh, customer success, contract management. It was very, uh, very nice experience. Uh, so I did that for seven years and a half, and I learned a lot about international sales in general, B2B. And then I did a small experience at uh, Whipples. It's a mobile application that was developed in France. It was a failure, actually, uh, a startup that failed. Uh, and it was also very interesting for me. Um, you know, you always learn from your mistakes or, or or, you know, um, yeah, so it was it was in a, a, a nice experience, even though it was not successful. And then I joined NoCRM uh, as a head of sales uh, nine months ago now. So that's uh, about my journey in sales. So always in B2B, uh, mostly, um, and, and doing a lot of uh, international stuff. So that was, uh, I was lucky, I guess, to, to do that. All right, all right, that's inspiring, Nicholas. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, all right, so uh, let me uh, jump straight into the questions that I want to ask you today. Uh, let me first start by understanding uh, the sales process that you follow at NoCRM. Like, how does your sales process look like? Sure. So uh, just to give you a bit of context, so uh, NoCRM, it's a SaaS uh, lead management uh, software. Uh, yeah. So it's okay. a solution designed by salespeople for salespeople. It's purely uh, SaaS. Uh, and, and to give you a context, we have now uh, over 3,000 customers, over 11,000 users in 80 countries, uh, about 2 million euros annual recurring revenue, and all that with 16 people and no funding. So that was just the context. So in terms of sales process, uh, we have a very typical SaaS uh, funnel, which is basically bringing people to our website and then you know, driving them to start a free trial account. Good. And this is where the salespeople come into play to try to, you know, convert these uh, free trials into paying customer. Right. It was really typical uh, sales funnel, I would say, but quite efficient. All right, all right. 
and uh, today's topic is all about you know building a multitasking team right so yep. uh, first of all why do you think multitasking is essential for a sales team to succeed um yeah then it it's it depends obviously uh, on your business and um and organization uh but i believe i always believe that uh, you know, as a sales person it's always very rewarding and also interesting to be involved in the whole sales cycle at least so uh, from the prospecting to the closing at nocrm we go a bit further um because we actually uh have a team of eight people to manage as i said over 3000 clients and doing customer success so support customer success sales as well as partnership so that was uh, very important for us to be able to multitask uh, it's it's more like a business opportunity uh, and and you know being able to accomplish various tasks it enables us also to launch no crm in various country at the same time with uh, only one people like doing the country management for example in germany in italy we have two people also in latin america and we are covering the whole latin american market with only two people so being able to multitask was really a, a business opportunity for us to grow uh, while uh, you know maintaining a small i would say a special task team so uh, that was really um, the, the the core uh growth the, the the key to growth for for nocrm okay and in addition to that i think multitasking is also uh, very interesting to keep your team uh, motivated and keep people longer in your role okay. because when you specialize too much you know you get you can be bored at uh, after you know one or two years of getting just doing cold call for example right. uh, you don't get much sense in what you do whereas multitasking you are involved in all aspect of the company and you basically take ownership of what you do uh, and 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 you see clearly the impact of of your actions uh, in in the growth of the company right so th- that was my next question so how do you keep your team motivated do you coach them regularly yeah yeah there's a it's very important for us to yeah to to coach them uh basically it's a question to manage to do that it's a question of organization uh also motivation and as i said just before uh, giving sense uh, to each action each action that you will uh, take um, and and you know show your team that each action has an impact okay so what we have done we have built clear processes uh, for each of the actions that we need to take uh, mm-hmm. so basically customer success uh, we have a sales process we have a support process and we have also a partner and and partner management process so we've launched a partnership okay. program so that was something in addition in addition to what we already uh, we were already doing right. what we do is we have built this process and you know train the team to all this process at the um, at the beginning we keep this process uh, this process is sorry in uh, we use notion so notion is really our core you know bible for everything and you can you know find these processes at any time in notion this is very important to have everything documented in there okay and then in terms of organization um we have uh, head of customer success that manage the customer success process we have a head of marketing that manages the marketing project that each member of the team has to accomplish and also myself i manage the sales and partnership process so this is for the organization and then in terms of 
of coaching, it's also quite important. Uh, so what I do is I do one-on-one -on -one weekly call with the team, both to get feedback, but also what is very important is to give priorities for the week, for example, and help them, you know, uh, understand what actions they should undertake this week. Uh, obviously, customer success is very important, sales also. Okay. Then yeah. they have to manage and switch to partnership, to marketing, they have their day of support. So um, it's very important for us to be there to, 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 you know, to coach them and also to drive them to undertake the right action at the right moment. But the key point for that is also for to drive them to take ownership on, on what they do. So uh, be responsible okay. basically for their marketing project, be responsible for their support. And not just only, uh, it's not just only uh, tickets when you're doing support, it's you know, solving a customer issue. And it's the same in all aspects of what I just described in terms of processes. Take ownership in the sales process, take ownership in the partner management process. And it's difficult, but um, with this organization, we, we managed to do it. Uh, I forgot to mention, but we're also a full remote company. So everyone is okay. you know, working from home. And it's, uh, it's also a challenge uh, as well as an opportunity, but uh, to keep the team, you know, uh, working as a team and being, you know, consistent, motivated. So we do one-on-one -on -one call. We do um, also regular call all together just to build the team spirit. And then we have monthly reviews uh, where we discuss everything about customer success, marketing and sales and okay. set up the next objective and key goals for the next month. So that's how it's managed basically. That is that is so vast. And how big is your entire? Uh, how big is your company? Like the employee size of your? Uh, we are six sixteen people today, I think. All right. Oh. Okay. We are eight. There's eight people doing uh, sales, uh, customer success, and a bit of marketing and partnership, and one okay. people now, which is dedicated to uh, helping out in the partnership uh, program because we've got a partnership program, which is now uh, fully launched uh, worldwide and it's taking a lot of time. <laughs> so uh, we need to find partners and, and manage them. It's not just a question of finding partners, it's building the right strategy and everything. So it, it's right. quite intense. And um, so I think we reach a, a, a point where uh, really multitasking on all aspects, it's becoming difficult. And we have some people helping out on specific tasks like content marketing, we have a special okay. special for that. And um, partner uh, management and enablement, we have someone specifically for this role. So it's more okay. people that come to help the team uh, on a specific role, uh, and we keep our multitask uh, for the country managers uh, in every country. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, who drives such a vast and, you know, multitasking sales team? Do you have a country manager with, you know, broad capabilities to oversee the uh, teams? Yeah, no, you know, as I said, it's just um, all country managers really responsible for their own action. So we basically don't have a country manager and then team behind them. It's just uh, myself driving the, the partnership and, and, and sales process. And then we have the head of, say, of customer success with driving the same team, okay? Same customer, uh, the same country manager, sorry. In Italy, we've got in Germany, in France, in Latin America, in the US. She's driving the same team, but more towards the customer success process. 
and we've got also an head of marketing who is driving the marketing project with the same team again so uh, also following him up following up with them on a regular basis to make sure uh, the marketing tasks are done it could be social media it could be uh, hunting for backlinks this kind of things right. and we try to make them understand that it's every task is as important as the other so of course, uh, we try to be a customer-centric company, so we focus on you know, building relationship with our customer and, and LC relationship. Uh, but the marketing partner aspects are also very important, and um, that's why we have this, you know, various roles that manage each processes, but with the same team. Right, understood. Now, uh, more than skills and trades, I believe the right mindset is important to uh, become better at what you do right so what type of mindset do you have to have as a seller yeah mindset uh, i agree it's uh, it's quite important so the, you know we say that sales is a is a mix of uh, skills and and mindset and uh, in my opinion for for sales people um, the one I, I i tend to look at more is uh, people who are self-motivated and result-oriented because right. I think it's very, very important in sales. Um, yeah, right. and, and the second one is someone who is always very positive. I think it's very important when you talk to prospect, whether it's uh, during a, a video or call, as we do right now with the COVID, or before during meetings, it's always very important to have someone very positive and very consistent on what they say and how they present things and stuff like that. So in my opinion, also what I do, I, I, I do a lot of sports. I am uh, I'm, uh, I'm an athlete in, in beach volleyball, and this is very this spirit of you know sportsman uh, being an athlete is very important for me because I think it's um, it's quite related to what drive good salesperson because exactly, yeah. at sales you need you need to be consistent, you need to be good, uh, you you know you need to be at your top level every time. So you need to train and you need to be persistent. Uh, that means never gives up. And these are key, you know, um, mindsets that you have in sport, I believe. Correct, correct, correct. As well correct. as, uh, you know, as well as the team, team spirit also, which is quite important. So that's how um, I try to drive the team, uh, organize the team together with uh, our customer success, uh, head of customer success. So we try to, you know, use this kind of spirit and, and, um, and mentality, basically, to drive people to be consistent in what they do and to drive the team spirit uh, and you know uh, make the team work together towards the same goal understood uh, so talking about positivity uh, for any salesperson rejection in sales uh, calls will usually be frustrating right so i want to know how you handle a deal going wrong okay a deal going wrong um it could be for, for many reasons. So the, the basic thing I have in mind uh, is, first of all, if it's going on, you don't have to, you don't take it personally because, you know, we are in business. It's like a, it's like a game. So it's, it's, it can seem uh, quite basic, but I think it's important. So you don't take it personally and you keep your calm, you, know, you stay calm. And then you always try to rephrase or make sure at least that you understand the real point of pain and why uh, you've got this rejection. And not just, you know, stay at the first level, but try to understand why. And then if you feel there is a room for improvement of a room for turning on your, your prospect, you try to bring confidence and give value, focusing on this real pain point that you uh, have detected during the rejection, okay? Okay. Then 
if it's a lost deal, it's a lost deal. And you, as I said at the beginning, you try to learn from that. Uh, you don't lose, you learn. So you can identify what went wrong and adjust to that. So uh, it could be because uh, you had a lack of qualification or the prospect were not in your you know, ideal customer profile. Could be a lot of things. And if it's really a lost deal, then you can you know, just work on that and adjust basically your strategy. I can give you an example of a, of a call that sure. was, uh, sure, sure. Yeah, I was just thinking about that because um, I had a close client uh, with NoCRM, so they choose to install NoCRM. Okay. And a few weeks later, there is a new uh, sales director coming in the team. Okay. 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 Uh, and so it's, um, and so we have a new call with him and the team to demonstrate NoCRM and, 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 you know, uh, get him on board with us, but he's the, you know, the new sales director. The thing is, he starts to be very, um, you know, negative about the product, uh, negative about, uh, you know, the capability of the product to help his team. And so I try to, you know, stay calm and try to understand why exactly he's saying that. And there was two obvious reasons. The first one, he was not the, make, the one making the choice and he was used okay. to using Salesforce, basically a big CRM. Yeah, yeah. But Salesforce was clearly not a fit for this team. It was a, a team of eight salespeople. They was wanted to focus on, you know, building next action for the for their sales process, this kind of thing. And so after 45 minutes of discussing that and in identifying exactly what was his pain and what I could bring as a value to turn him to understand why uh, NoCRM is a good fit, then it was, you know, just bringing value to him, make him understand. Uh, that okay, it's not Salesforce, but it can you know be a perfect fit for his team. Uh, okay. And after 45 minutes like this, uh, discussing like this, uh, he was he was quite happy with the product, and we actually built a case study uh, with his uh, with his team. So um, that was interesting. All right, all right. But the first thing was really to don't take it personally and 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 stay calm, and then exactly. try to understand exactly why you got this rejection at the first point. All right. And I thought you'll say you'll go for a run when the, when the deal goes wrong. You said you're an athlete, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, how do you prepare yourself for, you know, different selling activities, like from prospecting to closing deals? Like, could you take us through that uh, by quoting some examples? Sure, sure, sure. Um... So for, let's start with uh, with prospecting. Uh, yeah. At NoCRM, at no we don't do a lot of real prospecting cold outreach call. Uh, we do more like qualification call, which is very important. And I will uh, try to speak about that a bit uh, a bit after. But uh, so for prospecting or for qualification call, what I do is I make sure I know uh, the person I'm calling. So and yeah, yeah though the you know, just have a quick uh, look on LinkedIn, on their website, that's the basics. And make sure is in my ICP, in my um, ideal customer profile. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Then I get my script ready and uh, I'm ready for a call. I try to, you know, keep my positive mindset and keep smiling when you have a call, uh, whether it's a cold calling or a qualification call, it's always very important. Okay. Then basically for all other actions uh, within the sales uh, process, uh, I think it's also important to prepare and get ready to, you know, have the right uh, argument when you talk to your prospect. So what I do is I check my lead on NoCRM. So we obviously use NoCRM to manage our, our leads. 
and then I can review everything that I've done. Basically, what I will focus on is uh, getting my qualification script. So all the information I retrieve from the first qualification call, which is very important. And then I will try to bring value to each you know, uh, of the main um, pain points that I identified. So to give you an example, if I have to do a demo to a, after prospecting or a qualification call, I will focus on the three main criteria that I have identified during the qualification call that will make a difference for them, that will bring real value. I will not focus on you know, uh, displaying all the features I have in the product because it's useless for the, for the prospect. What he wants okay. is to see you know, what will change his life, what will you know, bring value to his pain point. So what I try to do is um, I review the qualification calls that I've made with him. I focus, I identify the three main criteria that I will focus on during the demo, and I try to bring in value. Of course, I show him the feature, but the feature is, is not the, the, main, the main thing. Is okay. okay, you have you have an issue uh, to follow and close your deals. Okay, here is how NoCRM will help you. And you know, I focus on this, uh, the, the value that we bring instead of only focusing on the feature. But okay. to do that, you need to have a, a strong qualification process at the beginning. Exactly. Mm. All right. And then for, for, for closing the call, for, for a closing call, it's about this, uh, I think it's also coming from, uh, from the qualification, the quality of the qualification, uh, because closing a call, again, you get prepared, of course, to have done with the prospects. And if we, you know, you try, and you don't be afraid to ask a question like, uh, do we agree that we have solved this and this and this? Yes, it work together. And, and this way you avoid, you know, um, uh, coming back to demonstrating features and stuff. Uh, and of course, you need also to be prepared for, for objections like pricing and timing. So this you need to be prepared as well. But again, if you focus on the, the, the main pain points that you have solved for him, it's easier to close the deal. Got it. And earlier I uh, spoke to you about uh, deal going wrong. And this is the follow-up question for that. So do you think there are any best practices to mitigate risk in a deal? Yeah. I Again, maybe uh, I would talk about the qualification. I mean, if you um, if you first at the first point of contact uh, with your prospect, or you you qualify exactly and and with quality the deal, then you will first of all avoid losing your time and doing with someone which is not in your ICP, and you will for sure not solve their pain points. So it's a waste of time for them and for you. So this way you avoid uh, rejection at a later stage. Of the sales cycle which is very annoying so i would say um, really getting a script ready to qualify your prospect and uh, to give you an example uh, as i mentioned all the people starting a trial in nocerm we have a prospecting list and we contact them to basically qualify them and okay. we a script that is built within nocerm so it's basically a script where uh, you have all the questions that you need to to ask to get the information uh, and be able to really help and understand your prospect. So it's, it's more a guideline, you know, but it's still very valuable for our sales team. And, you know, getting this kind of script really focused on your pay point on the pain point of, the, of your um, customer, it's really important and uh, it will mitigate, mitigate the risk of you getting into a lot of relationship with someone that will never buy from you. Yeah. 
all right and uh, who do you look up to in sales or you know who do you follow uh, i don't follow a lot of, uh, of of people so i've got some some so basically what i do to learn a bit more about new uh, new stuff in sales uh, i listen to podcasts first of all <laughs> Uh, so limitless podcast is one of them, but uh, we, yeah. we we do have a lot of uh, French podcasts also, which are very nice. Uh, so we've got a few of them which I follow, and then I use LinkedIn a lot um, because there's a lot of people sharing, you know, best practices on LinkedIn, and I yeah. find it very very interesting because uh, podcast is it, it's good to um, you know learn new techniques or new uh, uh, or general you know methodologies, for example. Whereas uh, getting best practice from people that share it on LinkedIn, it's very also valuable for me. So I can adjust my process. I can speak to that with the team and uh, we can share these best practices. It's, uh, it's quite interesting. And then I think, um, last thing I wanted to mention, I think you, re- you, you talked with them with uh, Alex from uh, partnerprogram.io on the, on the podcast. And I use, uh, I mean, we, we are part of this program uh, and, and regarding partnership really so partnership in SaaS uh, partner program is very consistent there's a lot of valuable information a big community and so this is where I learned a lot about building a partnership program and doing it uh, the the best way possible all right all right that's great so oh and what's the one advice that you want to give it away to our listeners uh, one advice. Uh, one advice is difficult, <laughs> so I have I have two <laughs> advice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Uh, the first one uh, is first of all, uh, if you don't have it already, get a tool to support your sales. Okay. It, it may seem uh, crazy, but we still see 30 to 40 percent of businesses that are still using an Excel sheet to manage their sales process. So first thing, get a tool. And then, as I mentioned a lot during the, the, the session today, uh, work on your qualification process uh, because it will it will save uh, you a lot of time. And uh, you can you know you can look up on, on our sales script generator for that on the CRM, or use another tool. Uh, but build a script, work on your qualification process, and it will save you um, a lot of time and uh, and energy as well. Now, uh, one last question before we end the conversation. Uh, so, where can people follow you? Uh, LinkedIn, basically. All right. Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. So it's Nicolas. My name is Dustwatchin. It's quite complicated, but you can find it uh, within no CRM account also. And uh, don't hesitate to connect. I'm, uh, I'm more than happy to discuss that. And for example, discussing partnership opportunity. We do that worldwide. So uh, feel free to reach out. Sure. I, I'll leave all the links in the description. Uh, and I'll ask people to check it out. So thank you, Nicholas. That was super insightful. Uh, I actually got a ton of insights on multitasking for sales teams. And uh, you sure have given us a lot to think about. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to learning more from you, Nicholas. Okay. Thank you very much. With pleasure. Yeah, it was nice talking to you. See you again. See you. Hey!